0: And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hodnall. This is the Ken Hodnall Show. <coughs> Coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the Old West. The most haunted city in the country. Well, today's July the 6th. 187th day of the year. 178 days remain to the years over with And as for holidays and observances, uh, that's not it. That's the problem with the system. International Kissing Day. National Fried Chicken Day. Anniversary of the Coronation of King and Dogus, Capital City Day. Akaboros National Day, Eddie Gadir Day, that's a day of celebration of remembrance for Shia Muslims around the world, East of Shiva Asar B. Tammuz, that's uh, the Jewish day of tragedy, Fast of Tammuz, Jan Hus Day in the Czech Republic, Kupala Day, Malali Independence Day, Mahip Day in Mizoram. National Air Traffic Control Day. National Daniel Day. National Henroll Day. Take your webmaster to lunch day. Thirsty Thursday. Umbrella Cover Day. Virtual Hug. Virtually Hug a Virtual Assistant Day. And World Zoonosis Day. Zoonotic diseases can have uh, serious effects on humans and animals are like, alrighty, <clears throat> well, <coughs> excuse me, alright, well, I don't know why it keeps doing that, 371 BC, battle of... Lutra shot as Sparta's reputation of military uh, invincibility in 640 A.D. The Battle of Heliopolis, Muslim Arab army under Amir Ibn al-As, defeat the Byzantine forces near Heliopolis in Egypt. <coughs> Excuse me. 1253. Mendagas is crowned King of Lithuania. 1348. Pope Clement VI issues a Papal bull protecting the Jews accused of having caused the Black Death. That's the plague, you know. 1411, Ming China's Admiral Xing He returns to Nanjing after the third treasure voyage and presents the Sinhalese king captured during the Ming Kota War to the Yongle Emperor. 1415, Yan Hus is condemned by the assembly of the council in the Constance Cathedral as a heretic and sentenced to be burned at the stake. You don't believe the way I want you to believe, you're gonna die. 1438, a temporary compromise between the rebellious Transylvanian peasants and the nobleman is signed in the Colosimanastor Abbey. 1463, Richard III and Anne Neville are crowned king and queen of England. 1484, Portuguese sea captain. Diogo Cal cow finds the mouth of the Congo River. 1495, First Italian War. Battle for Novo. Charles VIII defeats the Holy League. 1536, explorer Jacques Cartier lands in St. Malo at the end of his second expedition to North America. He came back with none of the gold he expected to find. 1557, King Philip II of Spain, consort of Queen Mary I of England, sets out from Dover to war with France, which eventually resulted in the loss of the city of Calais, the last English possession on the continent, and married the first, never saw her husband again. (coughs) I don't know what the problem is with this coffin. 1560, Treaty of Edinburgh, signed in by Scotland and England. 1573, Cordoba, Argentina, is founded by Geronimo Luis de Cabrera. 1573 also saw the French War of Religion. The Siege of La Rochelle ends on this date. 1614, the raid on Zintu, southeast of Malta. The town of Jeytun suffers a raid from Ottoman forces. The last unsuccessful attempt by the Ottomans to conquer the island of Malta. 1630, Thirty Years' War. 4,000 Swedish troops under Gustavus Adolphus land in Pomerania, Germany. 1685, the Battle of Sedgemoor, the last battle of the Monmouth Rebellion. The troops of King James II defeat troops of James Scott, 1st uh, Duke of Monmouth. 157, 1751, Pope Benedict XIV surpasses the Patriarch of Aquilus and establishes a territory, the Archdiocese of Udin and Gorizia. 1777, American Revolutionary War, siege of Fort Ticonderoga. After bombardment by British artillery under General John Burgoyne, American forces retreat from Fort Ticonderoga in New York. 1779, the Battle of Granada, French defeat British naval forces during the American Revolutionary War. 1791, at Padua, the Emperor Leopold II calls on the monarchs of Europe to join him in demanding the King of France, Louis II. 16th freedom didn't work. 1801, the first battle of Algeciras. Outnumbered French Navy ships defeat the Royal Navy in the fortified Spanish port of Algeciras. 1809, the second day of the Battle of Wagram. France defeats the Austrian army in the largest battle to date of the Napoleonic Wars. 1854, in Jackson, Michigan, the first convention of the U.S. Republican Party is held. 1885, Louis Pasteur successfully tests uh, his vaccine uh, against rabies on uh, Joseph Meister, a boy who was bitten by a rabid dog. 1887, David Kalakaua, monarch of the Kingdom of Hawaii, is forced to sign the Bayonet Constitution. It transfers much of the king's authority to the legislature of the Kingdom of Hawaii. 1892, 3,800 striking steel workers engaged in a day-long battle with Pinkerton agents during the Homestead strike, left 10 dead and dozens wounded. In 1917, World War I, Arabian troops led by T.E. Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia, don't you know? And Alda Abu taya capture Aqaba from the Ottoman Empire during the Arab Revolt. 1918, the left SR uprising in Russia starts with the assassination of German Ambassador Wilhelm von Meerbach by Cheka members. 1919, the British dirigible R-34 lands in New York, completing the first crossing of the Atlantic by an airship. 1933, first Major League Baseball All-Star Game is played in Chicago's uh, Kaminsky Park. American League defeated the National League 4-2. 1936, a major breach of the Manchester, Bolton, and Barrie Canal in England sends millions of gallons of water cascading 200 feet um, into the river Airwell. 1937, Spanish Civil War, Battle of Bremetta. Battle begins with Spanish Republican troops going on the offensive against the Nationalists to uh, relieve pressure on Madrid. 1939, anti Jewish legislation in pre-war Nazi Germany closes the last remaining Jewish enterprises. 1940, Stony Bridge. I'm sorry, Story Bridge, a major landmark in Brisbane, as well as Australia's longest cantilever bridge is formally opened. 1941, a German army launches its offensive to encircle several Soviet armies near Smolensk. 1942, Anne Frank and her family go into hiding in the secret annex above her father's office in an Amsterdam warehouse. 1944, Jackie Robinson refuses to move to the back of a bus leading to a court-martial. 1944, the Hartford Circus Fire, one of America's worst fire disasters, kills about 168 people and injures over 700 in Hartford, Connecticut. 1947, referendum held in she'll have to decide its fate in the partition of india also in 47 the ak-47 goes into production in the soviet union 1957 Althea gibson wins the wimbledon championships becoming the first black athlete to do so also in 57 john lennon and paul mccartney meet for the first time there were teenagers at walton fate three years before forming the Beatles. 1962, as part of Operation Plowshare, the sedan nuclear test takes place. 1962, the Late Late Show, the world's longest-running chat show by the same broadcaster, airs on RTE-1 for the first time. 1964, Malawi declares its independence from the UK. 1966, Malawi becomes a republic with Hastings Banda as the first president. 1967, Nigerian Civil War. Nigerian forces invade Biafra, beginning the war. 1975, the Comoros declares independence from France. 1982, while attempting to return to Sherimata International Airport, in Aleutian 262, operating as Aeroflot Flight 411, crashes near uh, Medelyevo, Moscow Oblast, killing a all 90 people on board. 1988 the Piper Alpha drilling platform in the North Sea is destroyed by explosions and fire. 167 oil workers are killed making it the world's worst offshore oil disaster in terms of direct loss of life. 1989 Tel Aviv, Jerusalem bus 405 suicide attack Sixteen bus passengers are killed, and a member of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad took control of the bus and drove it over a cliff. 1995, in the Bosnian War, under the command of General Ratko Berodik, Serbia begins its attack on the Bosnian town of Srebrenica. 1996, a McDonnell Douglas MD-88, operating as Delta Airlines Flight 1288, experiences a turbine engine failure during takeoff from Pensacola International Airport they killed two and injured five of the hundred forty seven people on board 1997 the troubles in response to the drum Creek dispute five days of mass protests riots and gun battles begin in Irish nationalist districts of Northern Ireland 1998 Hong Kong International Airport opens in uh, check Lap uh, Hong Kong replacing <clears throat> anyway, uh, Caltech Airport as the city's international airport 2003 a 70 meter yet yeah, planetary radar sends a METI message to five stars messages arrive there uh, to those stars in 2036 2040 2044 and 2049 respectively 2006, the Nathula Pass between India and China, sealed during the Sino-Indian War, reopens for trade after 44 years. 2013, at least 42 people were killed in a shooting at a school in Yobi State, Nigeria. 2013, a Boeing 777 operating as Asiana Airlines Flight 2014 crashes at the San Francisco International Airport, killed three and injured 181 of the 307 people on board. 2013, a 73-car oil train derails in the town of Lac-Magnatic in Quebec and explodes into flames, kills at least 47, and destroys more than 30 buildings in the town's central area. And in 2022, the Georgia Guidestones, a monument in the U.S., are heavily damaged in a bombing and are dismantled later that same day. Nobody really knows much about the Georgia Guidestones. All Well, all that having been said, you know, we've been talking about uh, some of the greatest mysteries in the world. The uh, interesting thing about the... Uh, some of these religious mysteries become irretrievably connected with uh, such things as the Knights Templar. For example, how about the lost Ark of the Covenant? One of mankind's most sought-after ancient artifacts vanished 25 years ago. Excuse me, 2,600 years ago. And there's no clues to its location, in spite of rumors to the contrary. You know, for centuries, archaeologists and fortune hunters have attempted to locate uh, sacred religious relics such as the Holy Grail and the Holy Lance, or even to concretely confirm that they existed. Among the Bible's most uh, coveted treasures is, of course, the elusive Ark of the Covenant. It was described as an ornate gold-plated box <clears throat> built by the uh, Israelites to house the stone tablets of the Ten Commandments that God gave to uh, Moses. box was surmounted by two gold cherubs. Israelites would carry the box using two poles inserted through four gold rings on the, the bottom. It was supposed to be death to touch it Israelites were thought to have carried the Ark with them into battle against various foes. It was said to possess uh, supernatural powers, delivering uh, them to victory after victory on the battlefield. And re- years later, King David took the Ark to Jerusalem, and it remained there until his son Solomon built the the first temple and installed the the Ark inside what was called the Holiest of Holies. In 586 B.C., the Babylonians conquered Jerusalem and sacked the temple. At that point, the ark vanished from history. Now, there have been a number of theories that have attempted to explain the possible whereabouts of this uh, venerated treasure. According to one theory, the Babylonians never took the ark because the the detail manifest of what they did take from Jerusalem doesn't mention the ark. And if that's true, then... Maybe another one of the theories is possible. That the Ark was hidden by the Israelites. Maybe in a cave. Location never revealed by anyone. One of the most uh, curious possibilities is that uh, the Babylonians took the Ark to Ethiopia. where well, it still remains. In a town of Aksum, in the cathedral of St. Mary of Zion. And only one man, the Guardian, is allowed to see the Ark, which prevents anyone from verifying its authenticity. The most credible claim is that the Ark could have been hidden beneath the temple before the Babylonians overran Jerusalem. Archaeologist uh, Rittmeyer has identified a spot in a section of cut bedrock that matches the dimensions of the Ark. He thinks the Ark may have been buried inside the bedrock but because the muslim shrine dome of the rock now sits on top of the the ground excavation is impossible and maybe that's a good thing I wanted to preserve the legend of the ark of the covenant and in the next Lost treasure is the Holy Lance. This is the spear that allegedly was used at the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, believed to yield extraordinary power. Because the it becomes the object of desire of one of history's most uh, notorious villains, don't you know? The Spear of Destiny, also called the Holy Lance, is a relic. Uh, discovered June 15, 1098, during the First Crusade by Christian crusaders in the city of Antioch. According to the Gospel of John, it's the lance used to pierce the side of Jesus as he hung on the cross. Carrying the lance into battle against the Muslims on June 29th, 1098, crusaders crushed the Turkish fighters and seized Antioch. And they said later that uh, their victory was uh, due to the powers of the lance. Well, the so-called Antioch lance and other lances purported to be the one used at the crucifixion uh, ended up in various places throughout uh, Europe, including Constantinople, St. Peter's Basilica in Rome, uh, Armenia, Vienna. In uh, March of 1538, excuse me, in March of 1938, I can't even read my own handwriting, Adolf Hitler, leader of the Nazis, rode into Vienna, Austria, to formally annex the German-speaking nation for the Third Reich. Well, he was familiar with the legend of the Holy Lands, So soon after arriving, he made his way to the city's uh, Hofburg Palace. And inside the palace, displayed among the crown jewels of the Habsburg Monarchy, was a plain, unexceptional lance. Not the Antioch lance, which uh, had been lost in history. But another lance alleged to be the one that pierced the side of Christ, the so-called lance of St. Maurice. Hitler had the lance uh, taken to Nuremberg, Germany. When Nuremberg fell under heavy Allied bombing during World War II, the lance was moved to a specially uh, constructed vault 500 feet beneath Nuremberg Castle. In April of 1945, the U.S. Seventh Army discovered the lance in the vault. Next year, the lance of St. Maurice was returned to the Hofburg, palace where it still is 2003 the Lance was uh, examined in a laboratory and its spearhead was uh, dated to the seventh century AD others believe the weapons a fake and that the real Lance remains in the hands of a Nazi society a lot of legends along those lines Well, then we have the lost mine of Ophir. Scholars and historians have known for centuries the name of the site that produced extraordinary quantities of gold for King Solomon. The problem is, I just don't know where it is. According to the Bible, Solomon, the son of David, reigned as the third king of Israel from 970 to 931 B.C. Under his leadership, Israel went from a tiny city-state into a dominant Middle Eastern superpower. And his reputation as a wise king, a great builder and masterful politician aside, he's best remembered for the vast wealth he accumulated. It's estimated his personal fortune was over $60 trillion in today's money, much owed in the form of pure glistening gold. It was said he had over 500 tons of pure gold. The temples and the palaces that Solomon built were adorned with gold. His throne was made of gold and ivory, and the steps leading up to his throne were lined with 12 life-size golden lions, forming a shimmering honor guard before the wise and wealthy ruler. The Old Testament said this incredible amount of gold came from a place called Ophir, either a seaport or a region, though the checks don't reveal which of the two it might be. According to uh, the Bible, Ophir could be reached by ship. Uh, one of the uh, passages addressing it said uh, they came to Ophir and uh, fetched from thence gold, 420 talents, and brought it to King Solomon. Unfortunately, the Bible does not reveal the exact location of Ophir, leaving archaeologists and other scientists to uh, ponder its whereabouts for centuries. Solomon was known to have conducted joint trade expeditions with the Phoenician king Hiram of Tyre. Expert mariners, the Phoenicians uh, traveled extensively to Africa and Asia, hinting at uh, these areas as possible locations of uh, Ophir. One popular theory claims uh, Great Zimbabwe or Mozambique in eastern Africa is the land of Ophir. Yucatan province of present-day Mexico has also been named as another possibility. But there are a few solid facts to substantiate any of these claims. Today, mainstream thinking places Ophir's location either in southern India, the island of Sri Lanka off the southern coast of India, or modern-day uh, Yemen is in the southwestern region of the Arabian Peninsula, which is said According to most scholars, to be the likeliest of all locations. But in spite of theories, hard evidence is difficult to obtain. Well, from King Solomon, no fear, let's turn to Akhenaten, a uh, Pharaoh's radical remaking of ancient Egyptian religion. Um, Basically got him thrown on the dustpan of history. He uh, ruled Egypt as pharaoh from uh, 1353 to 1336 B.C. During his 17-year reign, he established himself as probably the most uh, despised king in the 3,000-year history of ancient Egypt. Introduced monotheism in the, to the Egyptians, casting aside the multitude of gods the populace had worshipped for centuries. had the name of the gods, removed from Egyptian monuments, outlawed the old religious practices, raised taxes to support his new religion. The, uh, As you might guess, such uh, activities didn't do a lot to endear him to his subjects or his successors. His son, his successor, Tutankhamun, changed his original name, which was Tutankhaten, to symbolize his rejection of his father's monotheism and began the process of restoring the old gods. Tut's uh, successors, uh, Pharaoh's I and Horemheb, demolished the temples and monuments uh, Akhenaten had erected. Using them as building materials for their own temples. Statues of Ottenakan were destroyed, and the very name of the heretic king, as he was called, was wiped from letter king list. And this overzealous ruler remained lost to history until the nineteenth century, when a city he built for the worship of his new god was discovered. Otan was the name applied to the god. Well, you know, there's been a lot of study of the, the pyramids over the centuries. And new technologies are enabling archaeologists to peer deeper into the core of Egypt's most uh, iconic monument, the Great Pyramid. You know, for centuries, archaeologists and historians have tried to unlock the secrets contained inside the massive Great Pyramid at Giza. Built at least 4,500 years ago, and maybe longer. Great Pyramid is the oldest and largest of the three pyramids located at Giza. Contains three main chambers: the King's Chamber, the Grand Gallery, and the Queen's Chamber. There are two air shafts um, that travel horizontally from the King's Chamber and then rise into open air at the outside of the pyramid. Two other tunnels extend from the Queen's Chamber and end at stone doors inside the pyramid. These tunnels are tiny measuring 8 inches by 8 inches and for decades archaeologists have been puzzled by the purpose of these tunnels and the barriers and even more baffling where do they lead? Well in 2011 leading Egyptian and international experts established the Jedi project to explore the interior of the Great Pyramid particularly the mysterious tunnels that come out of the Queen's chamber They built a four-wheeled robot fitted with a micro-snake camera that could see around corners and and a miniature ultrasonic device that could uh, tap on walls to determine the condition of the stone. (coughs) Uh, Excuse me. Now, the little robot was placed in the tunnel that extends from the south wall of the Cranes Chamber and... Went forward about 200 feet before reaching a stone door, which already had a hole drilled in it by another robot in 2002. And that robot uh, filmed a small chamber behind the door, backed by another blocking stone. So the new robot inserted its camera into the hole to peer into the small chamber and filmed images of hieroglyphics and red paint and lines etched into the stone particularly uh, probably left by masons during the tunnel's construction. The cameras also observed that the back of the door was polished, leading researchers to believe that its function might have been uh, important. Two uh, loop-shaped metal pins appear in the back of the uh, door, possibly as ornamentation. The Degiti project was uh, halted following the Egyptian revolution of 2011. 2016, a Cairo University French project using lasers, thermography, and radiography, a technique used to see through solid objects, uh, revealed the Great Pyramid contained two unknown uh, cavities, a claim uh, Egypt's Antiquities Ministry uh, criticized as inaccurate and hasty. But a year later, the Discovery team found a third void in the pyramid, which is notably larger than the previous two. They haven't yet determined exactly what it is, but uh, there are plans for further exploration. Well, from the Great Pyramid, let's turn to uh, the huge biblical vessel that uh, ensured the continuation of mankind. Noah's Ark. Well, there's a search ongoing for Noah's Ark, a 450 foot vessel God instructed Noah to build in order to survive the Great Flood. And the search has gone on for many centuries. The Old Testament uh, states the Ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. No scholars believe uh, this location uh, doesn't refer specifically to Mount Ararat, a dormant volcano in eastern Turkey. but rather a broad geographical region. Numerous efforts to find the remains of the ark on Ararat have been undertaken. Explorers have found uh, hand-hued uh, wood on the mountain, but it's been dated to later time periods. A photo uh, taken by a NATO reconnaissance plane in 1959 showed a bolt-shaped object partially buried in rock on a mountainside about 20 miles south of Ararat expedition to that site in 1960 produced no solid evidence the shape was anything other than a natural phenomena. Expeditions also went to that uh, area in the 1980s and 1990s and didn't come up with any new uh, finds. Well, you know, it's known that a lot of the pharaohs and rulers by other titles built very ornate tombs and grave sites. And two of the best-known names in history, Cleopatra and Mark Anthony, were known to have been buried in Egypt, but... Um, for more than 2,000 years Um, there have been discussions because it was more than 2,000 years ago that Cleopatra last ruler of Ptolemaic Egypt and Mark Anthony a powerful Roman politician general challenged Caesar Augustus for control of the Roman Empire unfortunately for them Caesar Augustus defeated their army. So the pair committed suicide, ridden die at the hands of their enemy. The Romans did allow the two to be buried together, but their tomb has been lost to history. Two thousand nine archaeologists excavating at the Taposiris Magna Temple, about thirty miles from Alexandria were excited about the discovery of more than two dozen tombs, including several mummies that might indicate the place was the site of an important tomb. That temple is dedicated to the Egyptian gods Isis and Osiris, the god the lovers associated themselves with during Cleopatra's reign. A team of archaeologists led by Kathleen Martinez found a bust of Cleopatra, coins depicting her image and a mask that bears a resemblance to portraits of Mark Anthony. Efforts to locate the tomb at uh, the Magna are still continuing prospect of solving the mysteries, experts excited. Dr. Christian Nonton from the Egyptology Exploration Society said uh, Catherine Martinez is closer to finding Cleopatra's tomb than anybody else before her. Well, another lost tomb is the tomb of Alexander the Great. final resting place of the ancient world's greatest conquerors, puzzled scholars for centuries. He was the king of the Greek kingdom of Macedon. He forged one of the world's greatest ancient empires, stretching from the Mediterranean Sea to the Indus River. That's over 3,000 miles. He died in 323 B.C. at the age of 32. There are stories he may well have been murdered. The Location of the celebrated conqueror's tomb is one of history's most enduring enigmas. Most scholars believe Alexander was buried in Alexandria, Egypt, the city he founded in 331 B.C. Dozens of expeditions have scoured the city for Alexander's tomb, all unsuccessfully. Some archaeologists, though, have proposed entirely different locales for the tomb. In 1995, Greek archaeologist uh, Liana Silvatri insisted she found the tomb in the See, while Oasis in far western Egypt, Egyptologists universally dismissed her claim as being baseless. 2014, discovery of a vast tomb built in Alexander's time at Amphiopolis in uh, northern Greece has attracted uh, legitimate interest, but um, they still haven't determined is that his final resting place. Well, let's talk about something else a lot of people wish they could find. A mysterious fountain of youth. Spanish explorer, eager for fame and political gain, became the target of a vicious campaign of character assassination. You know, the ancient Greeks believed in the restorative power of water. And ancient Romans, built baths and pools intended to Rejuvenate the body and the mind. And many religious groups have incorporated the waters of springs and fountains into their sacred rites. And when European explorers came to the New World beginning in the 15th century, they were seeking riches and new trade routes. Conquistador Ponce de Leon was awarded a contract by the Spanish monarch in his search for, explore, and settle the island of Bimini. He's credited as the first known European to lead an expedition to Florida. So how did he get everlasting notoriety as the obsessive seeker of the Fountain of Youth? That's the legendary spring that gave eternal life to whoever bathed in its or drank its water. Well, not long after his death in Cuba, in 1521, fabricated stories linking de Leon with the Fountain of Youth began to surface. 1535, Gonzalo Fernandez de Oveda y Valdez, uh, de Leon's political foe, concocted a story that the explorer learned of a magic fountain with rejuvenating waters from uh, native Indians and sent off to find it. 1575 memoir written by Hernando de Escalante uh, Fontaneda a Spanish uh, shipwreck survivor who lived with the Indians in Florida further cemented de Leon's alleged quest according to what he wrote Juan Ponce de Leon giving heed to the tale of the Indians of Cuba and Santo Domingo went to Florida in search of the River Jordan, which was another name for the Fountain of Youth. These accusations were intended to portray De Leon as vain and easily taken in. I mean, who else but a simple-minded buffoon could stumble upon and discover a new land while searching for magical waters. By the 19th century, the story is widely accepted as fact. And many believers neglected to consider that no documents from that time, including letters written by and to Ponce de Leon and numerous uh, contracts he signed with the Spanish monarchy to explore new world uh, territories, ever mentioned the Fountain of Youth. Today, scholars dismiss Ponce de Leon's quest for the Fountain of Youth as merely a fable. But what if... He did find it. Well, there's a lot of mysteries in history. And one of these mysteries was what happened to the Ninth Legion? That's the lost region of Rome. Mysteriously vanished in ancient Britain. These were veterans of countless military campaigns. they vanished. Nearly 2,000 years ago, Rome's elite 9th Legion vanished somewhere in Britain's remote northern frontier. 5,000 of Rome's best-trained, best-armed warriors just simply vanished, leaving behind not a single trace of what happened to them. Well, Roman General Pompey formed the 9th Legion about uh, 65 B.C., After fighting successful campaigns throughout the Roman Empire, the legion was deployed to Britain to participate in the Roman invasion of 43 AD. By this time, the legion was one of the most hardened and feared fighting forces in the Imperial Roman army, and it amassed further victories in Britain, including the defeat of both Caractacus and Venutius, British chieftains, resisting the Roman invasion. And after suffering a devastating defeat at the hands of Bodica, the queen of the British Celtic uh, Iceni tribe in 60 AD, the reinforced Ninth Legion resumed its winning ways, crushing resistance by the Caledonians on the northern fringes of the empire. That was in present-day Scotland, don't you know? In 108, the celebrated Legion helped rebuild a stone fortress at York. That was its last recorded activity. So, what happened to the Ninth? Was it disbanded to help swell the ranks of other units? Was it deployed someplace else, maybe to the far reaches of the Empire in the East? Well, the prevailing theory is that the Ninth Legion was destroyed in a series of battles fought against the tribal insurgents in the far northern frontiers of the Scottish Highlands, having formed binding alliances that once Disparate independent tribes gathered sufficient manpower and equipment and, surpl- uh, and supplies to decimate the Ninth. Fighting likely occurred from about 110 to 120 because Roman Emperor Hadrian visited Britain in 122, and accompanied by a new legion, the 6th. And the loss of the elite Ninth Legion compelled the Emperor to take critical action. 122 A.D. he began construction of a Fortified barrier known as Hadrian's Wall to keep invaders out of Rome's northern territories in Britain. Well, the tragedy of the Ninth Legion is that its soldiers left exposed in remote lands, surrounded by Britons, all too eager to oust the Roman invaders at any cost. In retrospect, the highly heralded uh, ace fighting force was also the most uh, unfortunate of Roman legions. There was never. A determination would happened to it. Somewhere is the Roman eagle that uh, the Ninth Legion followed into battle after battle. Well, let's talk about the princes in the tower. These heirs to the throne of England vanished. And the drama has gripped the public imagination for more than 500 years. It's the greatest of Britain's unsolved mysteries. Who killed the two princes in the tower? There were Edward V, who was 12, and his brother Richard, Duke of York, who was 9. When their father, who was my ancestor, Edward IV, died April 4, 1483, young Edward was to assume the throne. But their uncle, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, Wanted the throne for himself. Moving quickly, Richard assembled enough political support to to declare the princes illegitimate, making the throne rightfully his. Put the two brothers in the Tower of London at a time uh, when it was a royal residence and armory, not the prison it is uh, known as today. Not everybody was convinced the princes were illegitimate. Nonetheless, Richard III was crowned June 26, 1483. By that time, the princess had no longer been seen inside the tower or playing outside. Rumors circulated, possibly by Richard's enemies, that they'd been murdered. And one of those enemies, Henry Tudor, used talk of the boy's murder to fuel an armed rebellion against Richard. Henry defeated the Frank king's forces at the Battle of Bosworth in August of 1485. Richard was actually killed during the fighting, and Henry VII assumed the throne. So, what happened to the princes? In 1674, workmen at the Tower of London dug up a box containing two small human skeletons, believed to be the uh, remains of the two princes. The bones were interred in Westminster Abbey. In 1933, an anatomist and dental expert examined the bones and declared they belonged to children about the same age as the two boys. But there was no DNA proof that the bones belonged to the two princes. So they may well have been spirited out of the tower, died elsewhere. You know, another mystery that has never been solved and never will be solved is who was the man in the iron mask? It's a 300-year-old mystery regarding the world's most famous prisoner. The Homme de Fur, the man in the iron mask, was the epithet given to a prisoner who arrived at the Bastille fortress prison in Paris, September 16, 1698. The man whose face was kept masked arrived with the Neen de Avernay the Saint Mars, the prison's new warden. Saint Mars brought the inmate from his previous position at the uh, Penarolo, a French-run prison near Turin, Italy, where the captive had been held for at least eighteen years the prisoner's name was not revealed and so it was never recorded over the decades the story took on the aura of legend and more than three hundred years later the prisoner's identity still remains a mystery on the day of the unnamed prisoner's death in November 19th 1703 his jailer Lieutenant Antony de Junca wrote in his journal that the unknown prisoner, who's worn a black velvet mask since his arrival in 1698 has died Misconception, the prisoner wore a mask of iron like the beginning of Voltaire's The Century of uh, Louis XIV. That was a historical work published in 1751. According to the book, the prisoner, who was an aristocrat, wore a riveted iron mask. And that inaccuracy was further promulgated by Alexandre Dumas, uh, the man in the iron mask. It came out in 1847. In the novel, The Prisoner is the twin brother of French king Louis XIV. Well over the years, several candidates have been named as the elusive mystery man and although it's never been confirmed, current scholarship uh, points the finger to Eustace de Caier valet for another inmate at uh, Pinarolo uh Nicholaslas Fourk Fourk was a former superintendent of finances, jailed by Louis the Fourteenth for embezzlement. He's also an employee of Cardinal Mazarin, Chief Minister of France during Louis the Fourteenth's childhood and youth cardinal amassed great wealth, legally, some of which he passed on to the king, a crime that was probably made known to, to Doguerre in conversations with Fouquet. According to historian Paul Sain, Sonino, Doguerre probably divulged the cardinal's illicit deeds and was jailed in order to silence him. It was thought he must have blabbed at the wrong time. He was informed uh, when arrested that if he revealed his identity to anybody, he'd immediately be killed. Which certainly makes it uh, hard for anybody to find him. Well, from The Man in the Iron Mask, let's go search for Shangri-La. The mountaintop Eden in Western Asia that served as the inspiration for one of the 20th century's most popular novels. I'm talking about James Hilton's adventure novel, Lost Horizon, published in 1933. And explorers have been trying to find the lost city of Shangri-La, the mysterious Lamasery in Tibet ever since. Now Hilton's bestseller introduced readers to Shangri-La, a magical, peaceful, snow-capped paradise that filled readers with a sense of optimism and hopefulness, a place of fantasy. (laughs) 1937 a film based on Hilton's book, only increased people's curiosity and desire to seek out that legendary kingdom. Hilton is said to uh, take an inspiration for Lost Horizon from the writings of American botanist uh, Joseph Rock, who explored remote regions of Tibet from 1922 to 1935 in search of hidden cultures. There are some researchers, though, who suggest that. Uh, Hilton's vision of a highly spiritual place as a storehouse of humankind's collective wisdom could be based on the long-held traditions in the Far East. Early Buddhist texts described a place called the Shambhala, a mystical kingdom and source of ancient wisdom located at the base of a mountain in Asia north of India, maybe in the Himalayas or in the Kunlun Mountains of western China. According to Victoria Page and Shambhala, the fascinating truth behind the myth of Shangri-La, rumors that it's Earthly Haven date back to ancient Greco-Roman times. Researchers and explorers have launched numerous expeditions to find the real-life Shangri-La. Shambhala, many people believe, does exist. Russian philosopher Nicholas Royacht mounted two large expeditions in 1925 and 1934. In Though he failed to find a real place, he was convinced it existed based on conversations with Tibetan lamas. 1938, a Nazi expedition led by Ernst Schaefer journeyed to Tibet to find evidence of an ancient master race. Other explorers have named various places as the real-life model for Hilton Shangri-La, but none have been formally recognized. Until that time... The dream and hope of a earthly paradise of serenity and wisdom will continue to live on. Well, the notch is what the only one searching for lost cities. Let's talk about Percy Fawcett and the lost city of Z. This venerable British explorer, risked death to uh, find a mystical thi- city deep in the thick jungles of the Amazon River Basin he was uh, no stranger to the jungles of South America between 1906 and 1924 he made seven expeditions to various uncharted regions of Brazil and Bolivia and having spent time in South America I can tell you, you gotta take some effort sometime around 1914 Fawcett Clark's encouraged by a mid-18th century Portuguese account of a large, hidden and very ancient city without inhabitants in the Amazon River Basin, became convinced an ancient city did indeed lie in the Mato Grosso region in southwest Brazil. He called this lost metropolis the city of Z. After two failed expeditions to find Z in 1921, he attempted one final trip in April of 1925. On May 29th, after days of traveling through the jungle, his team set up at Dead Horse Camp. For five months, he sent dispatches back to the civilized world using native guides. Then the dispatches stopped. Fawcett and his team were never heard from again. Newspapers reported he was dead. Some people said he was living with natives in the jungle, and others claimed native Indians held him captive. Well, nearly a hundred would-be rescu- ger- rescuers died searching for Fawcett, but no trace of him was ever found. We may never know what happened to him, but there's no doubt he was on the right track. Numerous ruins of jungle cities have been uncovered in present-day Mato Grasso. That was Fawcett's ultimate objective. Who knows what else is hidden underneath the jungle canopy. On that note, because at the end of today's show... We'll be back tomorrow and talk more about some of the world's greatest mysteries. Until then, this is Ken Hudnell for the Ken Hudnell Show. Saying have a truly great evening.